land is green, it's green, oh, oh. The land is green, it's green, can't you see? I can't see, oh, the harvest is ready, cause he told me so. It's green and it's all mine. Listening to Inspiration 100.5 FM. This is your number one family radio station, and my name is Uluwatobi Olaliko. And you're on to 60 Minutes with Fam Connects, the program that explores you, or let's say opens your eyes rather, to the possibilities in the agribusiness and, of course, agriculture as a whole. So, if you're somebody that is in, into agriculture or you are just quite curious about how you can make extra cash on the side, or you just really, really, really want to concern yourself with how food security is going to be something that is realistic. As in now, I'm sure you know that bakers are saying that they are going on strike because of the increase in flour prices and a whole lot of things. There's a whole lot of indices surrounding it and it's already affecting food and agriculture. So your bread just might have 50% increase. Yeah, I just said I should inform you in case you do not know. Okay, so you see that you need to be concerned because this has to do with your everyday living, what you put into you. And, you know, we always say on this uh, program that what you eat can either feed you to nourish your body or you're actually nurturing a disease in you. So you have to be really careful what you put into your mouth. Very, very important. Okay, good morning. Once again, it is 60 Minutes from Connect. And as usual, every other Saturday, I talk to you about different things 
last week we started something and today we're going to be continuing on that one but that's going to be on the second part of the show and my guest is already in the studio but then last week i talked about uh kinds of oils you can use in place of the regular ones that you use to add more flavor to your food to spice up your cooking and all of that but today we have uh, something quite important i want to talk about how you can make cash but let's start from this one the the president actually uh very early on in the week, particularly Thursday, uh, directed the central, uh, the governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, Gordon Mayfield, not to release money for food and fertilizer importation henceforth. And the senior special assistant to the president on media and publicity, Gaba Sheu, disclosed this in a statement and said, "Don't give a cobble for food fertilizers imports." That's uh, from the president now, and he stated that firms that were bent on importing food should source their foreign exchange elsewhere yes and that leads me to what i'm going to be talking about today is how to involve yourself in exports you know we have lots of things that we do right here in nigeria that you think it's only oil that can give you the money that you need but that's a lie they're actually food items that you can export and get a little cash i mean foreign exchange from it so i'll be talking about let's say 10 of them today in case you know and for those that did not know about it well, you learn something new today and you see if you can look into it and, you know, make some money. Very important. Last week, we talked about value addition. Let's see how you can add value to some food items and export them. Okay, exports from Nigeria to all countries of the world is actually very lucrative and can help build uh, the country's economy in a short period of time. Not overnight, because there is no such thing as overnight success. This work upon work upon work upon work, but exporting food materials can actually help to boost the economy. And uh, there are quite a number of raw materials that you can actually export. So let's start from here. At number one on my list is ginger. Well, ginger is one of the most traded spices in the world, which Nigeria happens to be among the largest producers. So, uh, why we are not exporting ginger, I really do not know. Or maybe we're exporting, but not in a very large quantity. Or people are not just looking in that direction. Well, today, know that we can actually start a ginger export. You can start it. You can start a Trans-Sahara or Trans-Atlantic trade with uh, these goods and make dollars on a regular basis. I mean, it's ginger. Another one is palm oil. It is oil extracted from the pulp of the palm fruit. And it's, uh, okay, palm kernel oil now, not palm oil. Palm kernel oil is quite different from palm oil. And palm kernel oil is used for the manufacturing of various cosmetics, pharmaceutical products, and confectionaries. And it's uh, quite broad. You can use it for a lot of things. It has mineral contents, which are very, very high. And it's said to be rich in protein and for various uses. So we have palm trees in excess i mean most times we just use palm trees palm oil okay palm wine fine but you can actually get palm kernel oil and you can export that and make your money the next on my list are yam tubers well nigeria presently is um, maybe the highest producer of yams even though it's still quite expensive here i mean the tuba of yam is 
can go for as much as 800 1000 naira depends on the size and it depends on where you're buying from in some places it's like really really uh in abundance but in some places it's quite scarce but then uh in 2009 alone yam exports accounted for about 450 million us dollars exchange so you can see that's money that's money one year 12 months 450 million dollars how much did you make from that So if you're a yam farmer, you can actually take this into consideration and tap from it. You can add value to it. You can, I don't know, we just make, there are a lot of things you can do with yam, right? The next on my list is cocoa butter. Well, uh, this is the real source of chocolates of uh, all types. The fruits of the cocoa is uh, used for production of various skincare products, health products, and pharmaceutical products. And the demand for cocoa is very high in both America and the UK. And you see, before, I'm, I mean, before oil became a thing of our major exports, cocoa was like one of the major things we used to export. But then oil came and started to steal the shine. But you can take over from there, you know? Another thing is gallstone. Yes, you might not have heard of it before, but it's a clay-like solid substance gotten from the gallbladder of a matured cow. And it could be as big as the size of a chicken egg. And it's actually hot cake for foreign pharmaceuticals because they use it for medical purposes. If you can lay your hand on a good quantity of well-dried gallstone for about 100 grams that is well-packaged, there are people that are ready to buy. So look into the market also. Another thing is rubber. Well, Nigeria has put in place uh, proper central testing laboratories to ensure that only certified products leave the country to Europe and America. And Nigeria happens to be a significant producer of rubber in africa so if you are some you might say rubber trees take a long time to actually mature and all of that but if you don't start today when do you want to start if you start today sleep wake up sleep wake up the tree is growing everything's fine before you know it you're cashing out last week i talked about sesame oil and today i'm going to be talking about the seeds it may sound kind of strange but it can be found in large quantities in places like Benue and Jigawa states in Nigeria. And it ranks second to cocoa in terms of export volume and foreign exchange earnings. Another one is honey. Well, pure honey is another export commodity from Nigeria to other countries. And present and honey is quite expensive, even amongst us. So imagine exporting it. You get more money from that. A whole lot of people have beehives and places that they make their own honey. People say original honey. I mean, you can export that too. Just look at a bigger picture. Another thing you can do is export shrimps. And some people, okay, seafood, okay. Well, those in the Niger Delta region in Nigeria are blessed with rich organic deposits of shrimps. And the demand for shrimps is very high in, in countries like Portugal, France, Belgium, Spain, and the US. So you can look into that as well.
the next one and final one on my list for today is garlic well garlic is a cash crop which is grown under irrigation by farmers in the savannah areas in nigeria and uh, with internationally certified good quantities of garlic you are sure to earn foreign hot currencies so i'll run through this maybe at the end of the show for you but you can say thank you now i mean i just opened your eyes to some possibilities for you to make money from the u.s or spain or portugal okay my name is toby and you're still on to 60 minutes with fam connect right here and when i'm back we'll be talking and continuing from where we stopped last week last week we majorly talked about value addition we didn't really 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 look into the value chain when it comes to agriculture and so today we're going to be looking at the value chain and how you can actually tap into it and be a part of it okay yes the song is from fam connect don't go anywhere I believe in my future. I believe in this great land. I believe in Nigeria. I believe we will love it. All the things that we desire. The tea and the unity. I believe in Africa's progress. I believe if we tell. All the vast land we've got. Yes, I know we can build up palaces. I believe in this day. you are just tuning in this is uniborn family radio station inspiration 100.5 fm and fam connect is telling you that agriculture 
is peace. And of course, moving on to the second part of the show. The show is usually divided into three. The first part is where I tend to tell you about different things that can actually help you. And the second part is where you get to learn something new about how to move your maybe your agriculture business forward or see how you can be a part of it. You know, try to make everything good for everybody. Of course. And then the third part is where uh, you get to learn how you can be a part of it by partnering with Farm Connect. Okay. All right. So moving on to the second part. Well, agriculture was the mainstay of Nigeria's economy before the discovery of crude oil. And from 1960 to 1969, the sector accounted for an average of 57.0% of the GDP and generated about 64.5% of export earnings. And, uh, well, there have been lots of strategies and suggestions and processing segments of the agricultural value chain. And so we'll be looking into that today. But first, let me introduce you to my guest. My guest is Kwelumi uh, Silas, right? Aribisala. Yeah, he is a versatile and seasoned serial entrepreneur, is a graduate of microbiology from the Bafemi Aulawa University, Ilife, Great Ife. <laughs> Nigeria has over 10 years, uh, okay, Nigeria, and has over 10 years experience in agribusiness and agriculture, round value chain management and development. He is the managing director of Ogumod Farms and Farmers Academy Limited. Mr. Arubisala is a consultant to several agricultural organizations and an expertise trainer and speaker on radio programs. Well, is here today to talk to you too agricultural training workshops, agribusiness conferences, and seminars across Africa. He is also involved in youth empowerment and capacity building as he mentors young people across Africa to take up agriculture as a business through the NYSC program of the federal government of Nigeria and the Tony Elumelu Entrepreneurship Program. And he has successfully mentored over 5,000 youths with many now running successful agribusiness ventures. As a nutrition and bowel fortification ambassador, Mr. Bisala advocates the need for the consumption of more nutritious foods across homes and communities in Africa. Join me in welcoming Kwelumi today. Good morning, Kwelumi. Good morning. Yeah, it's good to have you in the studio today. So you see, I'm with a big man. You guys can talk to me any hour. <laughs> okay, you see me on the road, don't talk to me any hour. You say, Antetubi, you need down. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. You're welcome. Yeah, okay, so today we're talking about the agricultural value chain. Let's just establish like what really is the value chain all about. Okay, thank you very much. Um, it's good to be in the studio, the number one family radio. Exactly, that, that's uh, yeah. who we are. Um, first, let's start by saying um, ag- agricultural value chain is um, all those processes okay. that are involved in um, agricultural activities. Okay. From your pre-farm okay. to post-table. Post-table? Yes. Okay. Before you even... Put the crop into the soil before you put the seed into the soil mm. or before you even think about rearing the animal down to even after consumption all those activities that are involved along that process is the agricultural value chain and um, it will interest you to know that the agriculture value chain is about the longest value chain that you have from any sector of the economy. Okay. It has a very long value chain. Mm. You can pick a, a crop 
and and not even exhaust it mm. you can pick an animal and just break it down and see different things that that are there so the agricultural value chain is all those activities and um we are all involved in agriculture one way or the other one way or the other i mean you have to eat and that's like a part of it yes exactly. this is like from pre-farm to post-table so now let's break down this uh, processes and let's see what they actually entail from the pre-farm let's talk about it after the pre-farm what's next what's next what's next is the post-table so if so. we are taking from the pre-farm after the pre-farm we want to look at the farm activities itself the okay. one we'll call the um, primary production. Okay, primary then production. After that, we want to also look at um, the value addition. Okay. And after that, you want to also look at um, some other activities like the sales and marketing. Okay. Uh, agro sales, agro marketing, okay. agro logistics. Okay. Then um, we want to look at post-table activities that in- involve or include them. Um, Things like uh, agricultural waste management, mm. which is also a money money spinner. Mm. So if we are looking at the pre-farm activities, you are looking at all those activities that you can engage yourself in before the farm. This okay. is where you find um, people like the agro input dealers. Okay. Those who sell or provide um, agricultural inputs like um, seed sales, fertilizer sales, um, herbicides, insecticides. All those things, things that include um, land preparation, um, where you have a um, tractor or equipment um, hiring services. These are activities that preclude the farms. Here you can also find people that are agricultural consultants, people that um, dish out knowledge about agriculture through training, people that also uh, are involved in helping um, farmers or those in agri- agribusiness to put together what we call the business plan or operational plans of their various agribusinesses. So you find all these people in this part of the um, value chain. And if we move from there, you can also go to the primary production, which is about the largest part of the value chain. Okay. Here you find um, those who are directly involved in cultivation of crops. You find those who are directly involved in the rearing of um, animals. And um, if you take the crops, for example, let me just pick um, one crop as an example. Okay. If we pick um, cassava, cassava, for instance. Yes, because uh, I like to always um, pick cassava because Nigeria is the largest producer of cassava in the world. As of 2017, 2018, Nigeria accounted for about uh, 57 million tons of the world uh, production. Yes. Wow. So after all, we have um, Thailand and it will... Uh, surprise you to know that uh, it may surprise you to know that um, of these 57 million tons Nigeria is, is not the highest exporter of, of cassava because about 75% of the 57 million tons is consumed no- locally and it is consumed as gari yes so, yes a whole lot so of people that, gari or fufu yes so and, and uh, you know in Nigeria today we have about 60% of households that consume cassava in one form or the other so if you pick cassava, for instance, the part of the value chain of cassava could, that you could make money from could include stem production. Stem production. Whereby you produce certified stems for farmers. There are a lot of stems in the market that, are, that have lost their viability. So if you produce certified stems for farmers, you'll be making money. And one thing about farmers is we, we talk to ourselves. So if I buy something from you and it's good, I will tell the next farmer. And before you know it, mouth to mouth, word of mouth, it spread. 
So you can produce stems. You can be involved in pre-emergence um, or post-emergence herbicides or fertilizers that you supply to farmers. Now, if you now look at this cassava when it gets to the farm itself, you could be involved as an extension agent that help the farmer to know the, the right agronomic practices to, be in, to, to take, to put into consideration during the life cycle of this um, cassava because a lot of people just grow cassava. The average ton that a farmer gets in Nigeria today is, is around 9 tons. Nine. And, that, and, and a farmer that gets 9 tons per hectare of cassava will say, oh, I have harvested something good. Whereas, you could, with good agronomic practices, you can get as much as 30 tons per hectare. So you can see wow. the difference between 30 and 9. So a farmer that gets 30 tons gets to the market, even no matter what the price is, he makes money. True. So after you now harvest this cassava itself, there are so many things that this cassava can go into. So we have seen somebody that could be a stem producer. Mm -hmm. We have seen somebody that could be an input supplier yes. still in the value chain yes. of cassava. Yes. We have seen somebody that could be an extension service provider mm -hmm. in, in the um, value chain of cassava. And now, after you harvest the cassava, somebody will transport this cassava. Agro-logistics. Mm. Agro-logistics is an aspect that we've not really looked into as it should be looked into in Nigeria. And it's a money spinner. You find a lot of people who have farm produce on the farm or have their animals, they want to move it from one point to another and they need vehicles to do this. But this sector is not well structured and organized. Mm. So, and um, that is a money spinner. So somebody will move that cassava to the farm or to a factory. Now, when it gets to the factory, there are so many things that the cassava can go into. Currently in Nigeria, with work from Aves Plus and IITA, um, there are more than 25 enterprises from cassava alone. So that cassava can go into Gary. Okay. Somebody produces the Gary. Yes. That person may not be the one that will sell the Gary. Yes. Someone else buys the Gary and distributes it. So you can see the jobs that have been created there, the value chain. True, there. true. Now, after, apart from the Gary, which is the most popular, how about the fufu itself? The fufu can be wet. It can be wet. It can be powder. Mm-hmm. The, apart from the fufu itself, you have high-quality cassava flour, which is the one that is used for baking. The one that we are encouraging our bakers that want to go on strike, strike now to, to start um, substituting and um, combining with um, wheat flour, wheat flour. Yeah, to reduce their, their cost. High-quality cassava flour. A lot of industries in Nigeria today use high-quality cassava flour. I don't want to mention the name so that it won't look like advertisement yes, for them. Yes. But most things that you eat outside are snacks. Has cassava flour in it, and a lot of people say, Ah, I don't take cassava, let's just leave them on one side. <laughs> <laughs> now, apart from high quality cassava flour, you have the cassava flour itself, which is lafu, the mm. amala. Oh, yes, so that is another product from cassava steel. Apart from that, you still have the fufu powder. Then, when we go to industrial products, yes, you can talk about glucose. You can talk about uh, multisodium glutamate that is used in the production of all this seasoning and the rest. Okay. You can talk of adhesives that, we, that is used by paper industries. You okay. can talk, talk of starch that is used by the breweries, the pharmaceutical industries, and so on. So many things from um, cassava. You can talk about glucose syrup hmm. from, from cassava. In fact, one of the, one of the new 
um, products that we, we have from cassava now, which um, our organization is about the only one that is producing it in Africa today that has commercialized it, wow. is the cassava-based custard. You know, custard is from corn. Yes. But now we have cassava-based cassava custard. custard. So these are several value chain. Now, after all these products have been produced and it gets to the market, yes, consumers buy. Consumers are very important in um, the value chain. Yes. Now, these consumers buy these um, products and um, they take it to their houses. Some of them have um, waste product from it. Even from the production itself, cassava peels. Yeah, that the peels. In those days, used to be waste. Now, cassava peel is converted to animal feed in combination with cassava leaf. So, you know the tons of cassava that, cassava leaves that we produce on the farm mm. and you just harvest your cassava and it dries up on, on the farm day. Cassava leaf is 28% crude protein, which means it is very, very good in the animal feed sector. Mm. Cassava peels is very good as substitute for maize in poultry or pigry and other livestock hmm. so just here within these few minutes we've been able to bring out more than 12 That's uh, points from cassava alone just cassava you can imagine that for maize you can imagine that for sorghum you can imagine that for different different things you know that cassava is also a very very um good ingredient in what they use to produce um toothpaste so cassava is is that that's just one. Wow. So now let's pick an animal like um, your fish, for okay, instance. Fish. You can have it as fresh. Mm-hmm. You can have it as smoked. Mm-hmm. You can have it as uh, maybe you just have the business idea to have a barbecue stand where people just come and chill out, and you can be one that is providing the 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 feeds. You can be you can be selling the feed. You can be providing consultancy services to those who have ponds. A lot of people have ponds. They don't even know how to manage these ponds. Hmm. There were some some students, um, some young guys that finished from agricultural extension um, and rural services in Nobafemiolo University a few years ago. They came out. There was no job, and three of them brought themselves together. They formed a company and they started going to villages and offering free um, extension services to farmers, telling the farmers how they can uh, manage their weeds and all of that on their farms. And at some point, they graduated it to, okay, we can help you manage this weed because weed is one of the greatest headache of farmers. We can help you manage this weed and um, you don't even need to pay us now. You can pay us with farm produce. The farmers bought that idea. About six, seven years down the line now, the guys don't go to the farm again. They now employ people who do that. And they've turned that business around. Mm. In service pro- pro- provision ac- across the agri value chain, there are a lot of tools too. Nowadays, you see people developing different kinds of app. That is agri-tech. Mm. You see people developing different kinds of app, trying to bring technology into agriculture to be able to advance the cause of agribusiness. That is also another point on the value chain that um, people can, can look into. We have several tools. There, there, there is one by um, IITA. You know, IIT has been a research institute yes. that has been helping farmers, um, not for profits and all of that. And then um, there is this Akilimo tool that even the farmer can download on, um, on the Google Play Store and help the farmer to make informed decisions about your, your, your crops. These are also 
uh, part that a farmer can be involved in your village you can download this app and be the extension service provider for other farmers in that um, place and they will be paying you some so, some token there is always this perception that farmers don't like to pay or they cannot afford to pay for agri services no it's not true farmers just want you to be able to show them that yes this thing will work and it works so the Akilimo is a tool there developed by um, ITA funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for farmers. So there are so many things along the value chain. How about the agricultural waste management? There are a lot of waste that we generate in agriculture. If you look at maize, for instance, by the time you harvest your maize, you either leave the standing stocks there and you can invite cattle um, to graze on it or you just burn it and all of that. These are things that can be converted to manure, organic manure. Okay. These are things that you can bring together with your poultry waste or livestock waste and develop your um, agriculture, your manure. These are things that you can also use in biogas generation, generation of organic gas. Mm. And biogas is, is environmental friendly because agriculture is, is really one of the best sectors that is environmental friendly of all the sectors. Mm. And your agricultural waste management, whether waste from the home post-table or waste from the farm post-harvest, can be used to generate biogas. It can be used for organic manure generation. And in fact, nowadays you see people who are also gone into things like maggot farming. Maggot? Yeah, we call it protein farming, where you put all, bring all this waste together. Okay. They decay, they generate um, um, maggots. And these maggots are even well, are dried. I can see the, the expression <laughs> on your face. Yes. These maggots are dried and it is pure protein for your, for your poultry or, or, or livestock or fish. Wow. So there is a lot of things that you can do in the agricultural value chain. How about weather? The one that, is, that has become headache for everybody. everybody. There are meteorologies that can bring the experience of farmers to what they study in school mm-hmm. and be able to predict when the farmer should plant, when the farmer should not plant, mm. what to expect and, and all of that. So the agricultural value chain is a very long value chain. There is no point you key into in the, the, in the agricultural value chain that you will not make money. However, just like any other sector, it also comes with its own challenges. Mm. It comes with its own risk. I'd like to tell people that agriculture is the most risky sector. Hmm. But we can't say because people die on the road, that they will not drive a car. True, 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 exactly. true. So it comes with its own risk. So agricultural insurance is also another point on the value chain. Now we have some um, regular insurance companies that are taking up agricultural insurance and is encouraging farmers and, and all of that. So um the risks are there you can lose all your money mm. however you can also bounce back true you have lost money i have burnt my fingers i have lost money but you can also bounce back so agricultural insurance is there and also we also have agricultural policy making okay that is the area where we have our um, um social um, civil society yes. government Governments. and all, all of that um they could also formulate policies 
that help the agricultural value chain. They are also part of, of, the, value of, chain. of the value chain. So the value chain is a very long one. There is no point that you key into that you can't um, um, make money. Um, the, 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 the nutrition aspect of, the, of agriculture mm-hmm. is also very important. People want to eat good food. You are what you eat. Yes. It's as simple as that. Mm. And um, it's important that people eat nutritious food. As a nutrition um, ambassador and advocate, I like to always tell people that the nutrition of our food starts from the farm and uh, all the activities, the processing and, and everything. So thank God now in the value chain of agriculture, we have new variety of crops too that have been developed mm-hmm. that we call the bio-fortified um, um, crops. Example of it is your orange flesh sweet potato. Okay. That is also a, a, a part of the value chain that people can go into. You can either go as a, a vine producer, pre-farm, or you do the roots, you produce the roots, okay. or you add value to the roots after harvesting to make your um, sweet potato flour or to use um, the flour to make bread. And, and it always comes out very fantastic. Potato flour? Uh, yeah, potato flour. And then um, the same thing, other uh, bio-fortified crops there include your uh, bio-fortified cassava, which is the yellow cassava that um, you cannot use to make your gari without adding palm oil. Okay, and you have so you have yellow, yellow gari yes. without and adding palm oil. that already contains vitamin A. Okay. Where a child that consumes um, about um, 150 grams of it can have access to about 60% of the daily requirement of vitamin A. Mm. We have a vitamin A maze. The one that the likes of uh, all these uh, big um, multinationals that are into FMCGs are now using to produce some of the snacks and um, breakfast meal mm. that, that we have. So it's a very long value chain. It's a very, very long value chain. Okay, so far so good. We've been able to put your eyes a whole lot of things and how you can be a part of it. I mean, there is something for everybody in the value chain. It's yeah. very, very extensive. No matter where you want to come in or what you want to come in as. It might be just somebody... That as a smoothie bar, I mean, you're in the value chain already. So if you have any questions so far, you can call in on 0703-232-4940 or 909 It's been a very insightful one this morning. Now let's talk about the major uh, challenges that people that are in the value chain actually face now. Now when we are looking at the challenges, there, there are numerous challenges. Okay. Uh, we have to be sincere with ourselves. Very numerous challenges. Okay, Number sorry. Let's 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 pick this call. Hello. Hello, hello, Rosa. Okay. Uh, all right. Zero seven zero three two three two four nine four zero over zero nine zero nine eight 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 one five zero zero. Those are the numbers to call if you have any questions. You can also send us a message, uh, SMS or WhatsApp zero eight zero nine one nine two one zero zero five zero eight zero nine one nine two. 1005 is for sms or whatsapp messages only so now let's talk about the challenges that people in the value chain now face when we look at the challenges the major challenge that people in the value chain faces access to um friendly capital okay access friendly to, capital yes, not just capital not now, just but capital, friendly access to friendly capital friendly in the sense that um any capital that will go into agriculture has to be um, a long-term um, capital. Okay. It has to be a capital that can give some peace of mind and with um, low interest rates. 
Well, thank God for the interventions of the federal government through um, the NISA, CBN, the Anchors Borrowers Program, where mm-hmm. farmers can access um, loans at uh, about 9%. But even 9% is still very high for agriculture in Nigeria. Agricultural capital has to be structured in a way that it puts into consideration all the factors of production along the value chain. Okay. So it's not just saying, oh, farmer, you can access this at single digit and um, the farmer plants and then there is climate change issues and the farmer does not have anywhere to, to pay back. So those are part of the challenges. Another challenge is um, inconsistent policies where you just wake up and the next thing you read is that there is a ban on X, there is a ban on Y, uh, without putting appropriate measures in place. That always disrupts the food system, the food production system, the agricultural value chain system, mm. in, especially in a country like um, Nigeria, where the bulk of the producers are smallholder um, farmers. farmers. And um, the, the, the area of um, uh, processing, where f- um, processors have challenged to accessing um, affordable equipment, processing equipment. Nigeria does not produce um, steel, so to say. And we have to import our fabricators, have to import the materials that they will use to make these machineries. Or you just import the machine itself from places like China, India, um, Taiwan and the rest, uh, or Germany. Mm. And you know how importation can be in Nigeria. So access to these um, affordable equipment and efficient equipment is also a serious challenge. Then um, the, 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 the lack of adequate insurance to cover farmers or farming activities along the value chain is also a very serious one. Recently, um, at the onset of the uh, pandemic mm-hmm. in, in, in Nigeria, yeah. there was also the issue of this, uh, the, the swine flu. That affected uh, a yes. lot of um, lo- lo- just, big farmers, yeah. these uh, Okaro farmers, and, and the rest. True, true. And they lost more than two billion worth of um, of farmers. But where is the insurance mm. to cover for them? When there was trade war between China and um, the United States, and um, the um, American farmers had a lot of soya being produced uh, and couldn't export it to to China, the government of America has to buy off those soya beans from their farmers hmm. we don't have such policies in nigeria during the lockdown there was one of these um, small countries that produces a lot of fish and um, what the government did was to buy the fish from the fish farmers mm-hmm. and was distributing and giving the fish to every household in that in their country but in nigeria you will see that there is always ir- irregular pricing there mm. is no marketing board that no. regulates yes. anything it is regulated by the middlemen along the, the value chain. So cassava is 5,000. This time last year, cassava was selling for about 6,000, 7,000 naira per ton. Okay. This year, cassava is selling for about 53,000 naira per ton. Wow. So those of you that are just eating gari, just, ah, what is the price of gari going? Exactly. When, when of, I go to the market, you're just like, uh-uh. Exactly. What happened? Gary so is now expensive. A lot of processors have shut down in this lockdown. I, at the tip of my finger, I can count so many of them that are shut down. Even for us that are still in processing, we have to close some aspect of the processing because we don't have these shocks. Hmm. We don't have these um, shock absorbers Zobas. that can come in in times of... So the challenges are, are all there. Then there is this knowledge gap 
There's okay. this challenge of knowledge gap between the producers and the research institutes. A lot of research has been done. I mentioned them, Cassava Based Costa the other yes, time. Yes, Cassava did. Based Costa was not something that started with our organization. It's a research that has been done many years back, many decades back. And we just saw that oh, there's an opportunity in this and we seized it. So there, there's this knowledge gap between the farmers or the producers or those, the actors in the value chain. And one thing is when the linkage is disconnected, it creates um, a lot of problems. So the challenges are, are there, they are, they are so enormous. Mm. And there, there, there is no structure. Farmers or the players in the agri-value chain need to have what we call them organization, a structured organization, cooperatives. It is that way that we can determine the, the future of food mm. in Nigeria and, 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 and in Africa. And also the challenge of um, young people getting into agriculture. Yes, we are saying young people should come into agriculture. In the last 10 years that I've been in, in farming, I've really seen a lot of influx of young people into agriculture. But these people have come into agriculture on a wrong motive. The motive of using agriculture as a side ozu mm. or using agriculture as a quick um, get rich quick, quick syndrome. syndrome. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Agriculture is a full job, is a full profession. Hmm. So you can't say as a doctor, your medicine, your, your hospital you, you want to have a farm. Oh, yeah. and all, no, your hospital is not a side of it. It's a main job. The hmm. same way for agriculture. Thanks to um, Dr. Akinwumi Adeshino that made a lot of young people to see agriculture as, as a business. People like the president of Rwanda, uh, Paul Kagame, that is encouraging um, young people across um, Africa to take the future of Africa into their hands. So the challenges are there, but I always believe, I always like to say when I talk about these challenges, that inside of us lies the capabilities to overcome any challenge. Mm. And we can actually get agriculture right in Nigeria. Okay, we can actually get agriculture right in Nigeria. Thank you so much, Kwelumi. It's been great talking to you. I mean, you we talked so about a whole lot of things, talked about different points and how people can be a part of this. If you say that... Uh, you don't have to have a whole lot of money to actually go into it. Yeah. Like the example of the guys you gave that started off by giving free uh, advice to farmers and started with getting produced as the reward for the services and everything. So you don't have to have a whole lot of capital to go into agriculture. You can pick a part of it and just start something and you're already part of the value chain. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So for those that would like to like reach you, to ask you any questions after now, how can they reach you? Um, I'm available on the social media platforms, okay. um, Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook. Okay. They, they can reach me for advice, training, and, and all of that, okay. collaborations. Okay. Because in Agri, you cannot run as an island. Mm. So my name on social media is Pelumi Salah Zaribi Salah. Okay. Um, they can get me on on Twitter at psalas zero zero one. P Silas. P Salas. P Salas. Okay. S A L A S. Okay. Salas. P Salas zero zero one. Okay. Instagram as P Salas zero zero two. Okay. And, um, um, if they want to call WhatsApp, they can WhatsApp on zero seven zero zero seven zero six nine four one six nine four one one nine four one one nine four one. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. It's been great talking to you. And uh, all right. So move over to the third part of the show where you can learn how to partner 
with Farm Connect. The program is still 60 minutes with Farm Connect, and my name is Oluwatobi Olalikon. Don't go anywhere. Agriculture, do you believe in Africa? Do you believe in Nigeria? Do you believe that we can overcome our challenges? Well, that's why I'm kind of talking to you there with that song. And today I have Aisha from Farm Connect. Good morning, Aisha. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Good okay, all right. So, what does Farm Connect have for us today? All right, we actually have quite a lot of things for you. Okay, so tell us about it. Okay, um, as we all know, okay, probably a lot of people don't know what Farm Connect does. Home Connect is an agribusiness um, business, um, business company. Actually, okay, basically, what we we'll do is farming. Okay. Just farming. All right. And we've, um, we've looked at quite a, lot, a number of people, and we all cannot be farmers, actually. And we want people to enjoy the benefits that, come with, that comes with farming. So we've structured these things in a way that people can actually sponsor our projects and earn from agriculture. They can uh, they can go to their daily um, just in daily work um, activities and still farm and still farm by invest, by sorry by sponsoring our project. Okay. They don't necessarily have to be on farm. Their presence is not necessarily required. Their money can farm for them. Okay. So right now we have um different projects that are running that they can actually benefit from. 
we have the greenhouse, we have the snail, we have the um, potato package, we have the into standard package, we have the standard package. Okay. The interesting part now is that we've um, we've looked at how we can um, help um, what's it called Kid, kids. Okay. How we can help them? How we can help parents actually in paying off their probably their um, children's fees without without stress. Okay. And we've started in the middle, okay, it's like a monthly saving, monthly let me like monthly contribution. Okay. The name of this package is called the Agricultural Kids Educational Package. Okay. Which they can um they can save um ten thousand naira every month or more. All right. And they save for a year. Okay. And they earn a particular return at the end of the year. All like right. it's not the normal thing that okay, fine. If you save, it's, you say you 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 earn what you save, you collect what you save. Mm. No, you're also getting you're also you're also um, realizing um you're also realizing a particular amount of money on it. Hmm. Okay. So you save the whole year, then at the end of the year, you collect your money with a, with a particular um, return on it. All right. Okay, that's quite interesting. All right. So um, we have, um, talking about the greenhouse projects, people can sponsor our greenhouse projects with, um, actually, we have our projects running from 25,000 area upward. Okay. So they can, they, they might feel like, ah, no. This food, they are big people. They, they cannot just, they cannot just invest. We cannot just sponsor our projects, and if you like, ah, no, they are too expensive for us. No, they can actually do that. We are not, we are not um, limited to big, big things. We do okay. We've looked at the surroundings. We've looked at the economy and see how we can actually help people and every other thing. Because our mission is to contribute immensely to food security, right. and we are not going back on that. We have to the issue of hunger in Nigeria. Okay. So they can reach us on any of our part of our platforms to know more about it. Okay. So um, our Instagram handle is um Farm Connect Engine. Okay. Then our Twitter too. You can follow us on Twitter, Farm Connect Engine. Okay. Then they can also visit our website for more information. www.farmconnectng.com. Okay. They can come to our office. We have offices both in Lagos and Ibadan. Our office, our Ibadan office address is 69 Ashiwood, Ashibudija, Ibadan, Oyo State. All right. Then the Lagos office's addresses are Level 2 Suite 1, Dominion Plaza, Lekki Ekpe Expressway, Igwefon, Lekki, Lagos. Then the second office is 24C, Omom Ebo, Moyen, Lekki, Fison. Okay. Then they can also reach us on, on our phone contact, which is 08088 Okay, the number again, please. Zero eight zero eight eight nine three four five three six. Okay, all right. Thank you so much, Aisha, for coming through this morning, and I'm sure you've learned a thing or two, and you see how you can be a part of the agriculture value chain. All right, everybody's going to definitely eat. I mean, if you don't do anything, we have to eat, and you've already heard that you are what you eat. So be careful what you put into your belly. My name is Oluwatobi. Good morning. Have a very fantastic weekend. The land is green. It's green. Oh, oh. The land is green. It's green. Can't you see? I can't see. Oh, the harvest is ready. Cause he told me so. It's green and it's all mine.
clouds go gray. On the roars and the earth sings. Seasons just beginning. Sunlight it hides as the clouds make way. For the pouring of my blessings, I will not be afraid. I see it now, I understand, I know. So I embrace it, dance in the rain. It's for my seed to grow. Every seed I've sown, Lord of the harvest moons, I'm reaping back a hundred souls. The land is green, it's green, oh, oh. The land is green, it's green, and you see, the harvest is ready. Cause the Lord of the harvest told me so. It's green, it's green for me. It's green, it's green for me. Standing alone can be a heavy load But my vows I won't be breaking Though my heart is aching I got a word and I won't let go It's your will I'm sick and so I keep on believing I see it now, I understand, I know So I embrace it, dance Once again it's time for me to grow Every tear I've sown, Lord of the harvest knows I'm making joy a hundredfold. The land is green, it's green, oh, oh. The land is green, it's green, and you see, the harvest is ready. Cause the Lord of the harvest told me so. It's green, it's green for.